Hello everybody and welcome again to DMDR. This is episode number 12. This episode is going to be about red flags. Uh, you're going to need to look to know what to look for because I've ignored a lot of red flags and it has bit me right in the ass. So, y'all haven't heard from me from a couple of weeks. I've just, uh, I've been working on a new studio and it's coming along. I've got a long ways to go. So, I work full time and I'm having a hard time trying to balance this with work and trying to hang out with the family. I'm fixing to switch to a new job, which is exciting and horrifying at the same time because uh, I'm leaving transport. It's about time for me to go. I'm just, hell, I turned 41 this year. I'm slowing down. I'm easily the weakest link in my department right now. And shit, that ain't something I wanted to retire doing because the damn obesity problem is rampant. And the patients that I'm having to pick up sit in the wheelchairs and get into their cars i'm getting a lot of three to five hundred pound people a lot it's a lot more prevalent than it was 10 years ago it's just gotten worse and i'm just my ankles are fucking shot i'm not giving my job my knees or my back so i'm just i'm gonna take it lighter i'm gonna be in a different line of work i'm gonna start picking up on the comedy shows again laughing gas in cape dorado is back open which is amazing i got an invite to perform a few days ago but i just wasn't prepared and i really don't suggest if you're getting into comedy don't go unprepared at least have a set list and hell i haven't done stand-up hell at least a year now the last place i played was a cajun restaurant place and a jazz lounge and there was this brewery that i'd help do a show at and i just i'm out of practice so i'm gonna have to kind of get back on with all that but anyway uh the new studio is coming along good. I've still got to get it soundproofed. I've got to get all my equipment put in there. But I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, also, um, I've got a little contest that's been going on for a few weeks. And that's if you will like and share my Anchor and Spotify podcast. That I'll put you in a drawing for a $20 Steam gift, gift certificate. So if you play online games, that'll buy you 20 bucks worth of games. And what I'm wanting, my goal is to hit 50 people to like and share it. And out of 360 of my friends, I've gotten like six people. And I'm like, ah, come on, guys. Like, you don't have to even like the podcast. It's just like, at least let me get the word out to somebody that might like it. But then again, if this sucks, then it needs to die quickly so I can move on to something else. But I'm kind of passionate about this. I think that I can help the right person, especially with the short people episode and the divorce one and the step parenting one because actually actual stuff that i wish i knew when i was going through that horse shit it sucks winging it on your own but anyway back to the stuff at hand red flags you're going to hear me say this a billion times but whatever annoys you about your significant other is going to bug the dog shit out of you when you're married so just notice your relationship notice some things that you're like ah you know i kind of don't like that multiply that by a hundred because you can escape right now if you're dating you know you're not tethered to that person but once you're married say that you don't like how she chews imagine that for the rest of your life it sounds like a little insignificant thing but in anything that you're slightly annoying your significant other with they need to let you know because there's things that are deal breakers that you would have never thought would be a deal breaker for you until you're next to them every single day uh, so one red flag and you absolutely need to take heed with this if you're trying to date somebody and men are especially bad about saying this shit I've done it myself 
if they say something like, well, I'm not boyfriend material, or I'm not looking for a relationship right now, don't take that as a damn challenge accepted thing, because they ain't lying. Luckily, my wife, I recognized that she was a good person, because I gave her the spiel about all that, well, you know, I'm not here to date, you know, I'm just have a little fun, and that's it. And I wasn't lying to her, but the more that me and her hung out, I'm like, oh, I'm a fool. She's a good one. So ladies, especially if you're talking to a guy and he's saying, well, I'm not looking for nothing serious. Don't try to pursue it as a serious relationship. If you want to have a little fun, fine. But don't go in there thinking you're going to change him. Same thing for the guys. Now, for my own personal red flag, if I hear a girl say, well, I'm not like other girls. Man, every time they are just like other girls. And really, we're all full of shit starting out. A good relationship takes time, and you have to learn to accept some things, even the things you consider deal breakers. But take into instance your age. If you're under 25, you ain't got no damn reason to even think about marriage right now. This is from 18 to 25, that's when you're having fun, traveling, have some hookups, get your wild oats out of the way. Um, speaking as a Christian, even though a not very good one, people say, well, you, you just need to pick one to stay with them for the rest of their life. Do you know how many Christian relationships I've seen just crash and damn burn? Now, I've seen plenty to make it, but I've also seen just that many not make it. That's because we're human. I tried to make my first marriage work, and it would have never worked. It just, we were too different. Sometimes just, you need to know when to call it damn quits. And if you do need to call it quits, don't be a pain in the ass about it. Don't beg them back. If their mind's made up, their mind's made up. If your mind's made up, don't let them change your mind. If they're like, take me back. Well, what was the reason y'all split up in the first place? So coming from experience, me and my first wife had split up a bunch of times. And every time after that, we thought we could make it work. But it was just a revolving door, the same shit that was making us split up. So, you know, take that shit serious. It's like once or twice, three or four times trying to make it work. That's fine. You can say you tried. But when it gets into the fucking teens, man, it ain't gonna work. You're just making each other miserable. And don't have kids. Good God. Okay, so my perfect timeline for a relationship would be no less than 25 for marriage. And wait a couple of years before you have kids. Because y'all really need to know each other real good before y'all start bringing kids in the world. There's too many kids here. There's too many kids with shithead parents. And I'm not just talking about parents that ain't very good at parenting because... Ain't nobody good at it at first. We all suck. We're not used to not sleeping. We're having a wing trying to change diapers with a baby that don't want to be changed. It just, we're all terrible at it at first. We need the practice and that's fine. I'm talking about the assholes that don't even try. I have seen some lazy ass parents that let their kid run around in a dirty ass diaper all day just trying to see just how much shit can that diaper hold. You know, and more than likely those people had bad parents themselves and that damn cycle is just going on so if you yourself came from a rough home think hard and deep if you can change things before you start making your own family because you know face it there's overpopulation we could use less people real bad and for two why bring a kid into this world right now if you're not like a super good parent you ain't got no damn business making kids the world's hard hard as shit right now it's hard for good parents if you're a shithead parent and you don't give a damn your kids ain't got a chance. Ugh. Let's see, more red flags. My own personal one. I won't date no one that don't have a damn job. That goes for y'all ladies especially, but it also goes for you guys. 
So my wife don't work right now, and that's fine. She's helping raise our kids. She's doing a lot of the housewife stuff, and that's a damn job in itself. But when we met, she went to college. She worked. I'm like, hey, at least she knows how to work. Because it's not just about money. It's like, if something happens to me, my kids are took care of. Because I know my wife ain't just going to go having to immediately hunt for a guy with a job to support my kids. He's going to find a job, take care of the kids, and, you know, she remarries and finds a guy, you know, that's going to be helpful. But she's not automatically like, oh, shit, I'm not working. Like I've seen time and time again. So look for quality people. Don't just look for looks. Looks is very important. That's like a natural thing. That's part of it. But if you're smart, you're going to look at the insides of a person. (laughs) Not just in that way. But like, do they have a good heart? How do they treat their parents? I'll tell you what. I've had friends that were shitty to their parents and they made shitty, shitty spouses. And, you know, just know what you will and will not accept. If you're listening to this and you're kind of a weird person yourself, you're probably already kind of in trouble. Man, there's some weird-ass people out there, ain't it? I mean, I'm an odd duck. I do some goofy shit at work. But when I get home, you know, I'm taking care of my family. 90% of my decisions are based on how it's going to affect my family. Now, we all fall short with that, but like financially, I don't waste a lot of money. I'll buy a few things that makes me happy, but it's not every check. The bills come first, the kids come first, and then what? what whatever happens after that, it's, it's okay. I am bad about saving money though not a lot of savings to talk about and at 40 that ain't good but drinking that's gonna be a damn problem i know somebody right now that's dealing with somebody that don't know how to stop fucking drinking detoxed had the trembles and all that shit damn near killed him and he's still drinking like a dumb shit and that's gonna be what kills him but she loves him so i guess that's a cross she's willing to bear i feel bad for her about it because she ain't gonna have it easy and then i've known Friends of friends whose husbands just beat the dog shit out of them. And they'll take them back every time. Uh, It just, it's sad. You know, people can't just take care of each other. I'm, I've gotten better with age because I was a selfish asshole when I was younger. I think we all are, though. I think that's natural. Man, I was not a great person by no means. And thank goodness my wife didn't look for all the red flags because I was just shooting them out at her left and right. I was dating other women, which I let her know about that. That's the whole, I wasn't looking for a long time. I was looking for a good time type of shit. But uh, I was just real self-centered, very vain. And she was just super sweet. And she, she she just kept eating that horse shit left and right. And I'm grateful. And, you know, that came to bite me back in the ass later on. Because she had bad depression. It kind of rolled back to me. But I got a taste of my own damn medicine. And sometimes you need that. Another red flag would be clingy-ass people. And I was one of these, so I can speak on both sides of that. And what's awkward is I seen it from another standpoint, being that when I was in school, there was this girl that was obsessed with this one boy in school. She actually went to that private school to be near this kid, right? And she knew his birthday, the time that he was born, his weight. I mean, it was bizarre. And... What was goofy about that was I had a severe crush on that chick that had an even weirder crush on this other dude. Man, it was a weird, weird thing because she just wouldn't leave this boy alone. And she was a good looking girl, but he just was not interested. And I mean, she was obsessed with this kid. And I'm like, hey, here I am. I'm pretty decent. Man, 
it's not that I'm butthurt over her preferring him. It was just, it was weird to see someone that obsessed. I'd never seen nothing like that before. Like, I wasn't obsessed over her. I really pined for her. But I was one of those, if I asked you out and you said no, the no was no, I'm shit out of luck. But man, she was persistent with this boy. And man, he dodged a bullet. I've heard tell of this girl later on in life. This has been 20 plus years now. But man, her life has been a fucking dumpster fire. And this kid that, you know, just wouldn't settle for anybody. He has a good marriage. He's successful. And if he had dipped off into that chick just one time, that would have derailed all of that. Somehow, because a crazy chick will ruin your life. Same with a crazy guy. Crazy dude will ruin your life too. So as far as me being clingy, I met a couple of girls that were just... I don't know if I'd say they were out of my league, but I'll just, I'll just go ahead and say they were out of my league. They were just like dang near tens. And that's the curse of being that good looking is a guy like me gets super possessive and jealous and all that shit real fast. And it just, it made my life miserable. And they just really wasn't that into me, honestly. And sometimes you just got to be self-aware and be like, they liked you for a little bit because you're quirky or whatever. But that shit wears off and we just wasn't good matches. And I didn't like being that damn jealous. Because if you're dating a girl that's damn near 10, dudes are flirting with them all the damn time. Uh, and they like the attention. Who doesn't, you know? Once upon a time when me and my wife were engaged, there was this girl that wouldn't leave me the hell alone. And I'm trying to work and this chick's all the time flirting with me and I'm like, hey, I'm engaged. And then she'd show me her tits. And man, that's a weak spot on a Jeremy. Man, I love me some boobies. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. I'm engaged. And I mean, she just ramped it up to 11. Up to the point where I was like, oh no, this might happen. And I actually told the wife what was going on. I'm like, hey, you know, I am fighting this chick off like crazy. And she's wearing me down and I need you to know. And that worked out great. Um, because when you're working on your second marriage, you don't want to fuck around. You just want to be like, hey... I don't want to waste your time and I don't want you to waste my time and having a good conversation will go a long damn way so anyway me and her talked about it and she's like well why are you tempted and I'm like man they're boobies and she just won't quit flaunting them at me and she's talking about well like you know if you dipped off into that chick you'd be missing out on this and this and I'm like yeah you're right and I knew that the whole time it was just like man temptation is a hard thing to whoop but anyway that chick that was showing me her boobies was a massive red flag just because I've never seen cheating turn out well. Yeah, you might end up with a relationship that's steady after that, after you've kicked your ex to the curb and ruined her damn week. But the chick that was flirting with you while you were with a person is going to do the exact same thing to you. So you're fixing to get served some justice. It's just, it's a matter of when. People get bored. A steady relationship will get boring. You get used to each other. It's like eating spaghetti every day for the rest of your life, but you got to learn how to dress it up a little bit, you know? Like, me and my wife have had the run-ins of being bored with each other and not talking to each other and just kind of doing our own thing. But then the older we've gotten, we've made so many memories together. Hell, we've always got something to talk about. We get along great. Relationships really do get better with age because you're going to start seeing your loved ones drop left and damn right. I don't have my dad no more, my grandma, most of my aunts and uncles. Like, I'm running out of people that knew me when I was young. That's why I'm so big on monogamy. The brand new butterflies feels amazing, but that's so short-lived. I have felt the butterflies maybe six times. 
and it's addictive but what good does that do you when you're old i don't want to date again at 40 start all over break a new person in hell me and my wife's worked hard on each other and it's worked out really good so why why cheat yourself out of that my wife knows people that i knew that are long gone now that we can talk about like she's awesome to have around she's been with me through some of the hardest times of my life and the same with her another red flag would be people that quit too damn easy because there was times where my wife should have just headed right on out because i was a dumb sack of shit but she didn't give up on me and then there was times where my wife was really a handful with her depression and some of her family issues but i stuck with her and i'm glad i did you're going to get annoyed when you're with somebody it's just there's no getting around it but you don't have to let that kill your relationship either and I'm sure there's a lot of other red flags, especially if they don't know how to take care of their finances. Don't be with somebody that just wants to spin, 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 and that are selfish because I've seen people that won't even give their kids a second thought so they just can get some horseshit. So I knew of a couple that the wife in the situation, now her husband made good money at this point, but every tax season, every paycheck, she would buy like these expensive clothes and just the shit they didn't need and not take care of a thread of clothing they'd have their shit strode all over their trailer didn't take care of things and he was just as bad he wouldn't take care of tools he wouldn't take care of his clothes he'd spend all of his tax money on fucking guns that he would end up having to resell for a drastically lower price because they were needing to keep the electricity on or something important they were both dumb shits with money as far as he goes, he's still pretty bad about that. I don't think he's ever going to change with that. I don't know about her. They got divorced and they, uh, I just don't hear much from that woman no more. But it's like, if you don't take care of your stuff, you're going to have to rebuy it. Whether it be clothes or tools or just anything. It's just, it's dumb. Like that guy I was just talking about, he made much more money than I did. But so much money was spent on waste. And that's just something that he's always going to have to deal with. He's almost my age and he ain't got shit he ain't got shit and he's got a bunch of kids and it's just it's pitiful i like the guy he's a good dude but it's aggravating that he can be a super good playful dad but he's not making a future for them kids not even a little they live in a shitty house with his mom just a house full of people in a rundown house with his mom that's got to be near her 70s now the ex is off somewhere else it's just i get it jobs suck if I had to go back to being a custodian again, I would hate it, but I'd do it if I had to. Be a last-ditch effort, but you do what you gotta do. And what's wild, and I ain't trying to pick on this guy, but he he was such a hard worker and he used to save his money. Then he got a hold of the wrong possible person, and finding the wrong person for you will ruin you. There was a ton of red flags. We were begging him not to marry this chick, but that's a whole other story just because his dad was overbearing, and I think... He was just ready to get out of the house to escape and he just latched on to the first thing that'd give him some action but anyway do your homework know the person you're fixing to marry if you've been dating stay away from jealous people and manipulative people damn a manipulative person will ruin your life well guys i gotta get out of here sorry this is such a short one hit me up on my gmail if y'all have any topics y'all want to talk about Y'all take care. If you missed the Richard Kaysen Radio Network last week, you missed out. The Richard Kaysen Radio Network, Sunday nights at 9 on the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. And if you'd like to see Mr. Richard Kaysen live, 
He will be on this Thursday at 10.35 Eastern Time, and he will be a panelist for Newsmax's National Report. So good luck to him, and especially good luck to the people he'll be debating, because this guy don't play around. What up, everybody? Is Wes here from Blind Rabbit Bay Supply. Tell you about the new uh, lower prices we've got. Any of the Elusive, the Beetlejuice, any of the Grindhouse, Salvage. All of these now are 12 bucks a piece or two for 20. You can mix and match any of them. Uh, new ones we got today, Green Apple Citrus, the Strawberry Chew, the Lemon Lush, the Berry Blast Ice, and the Apple Paradise. All those flavors now. 12 bucks a piece or two for 20. Everybody have a good day. Enjoy the rest of summer while we got it. Take care. Bye. The MDR is a Hungry Purple Kittens production, written and produced by Jeremy Connor. Please message DMDR DMDR with Jeremy at gmail.com.